Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I'm your host, Tyler. And I'm your co-host and firm believer in the power of an intelligence save, Till. <laughs> if you're new to the show, Rolling with Disadvantage is our podcast where we argue, debate, and scream into the void <laughs> about various aspects of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. Um... You actually just made me think about a thing. What was it? Oh yeah, what's got kind of, what requires an intelligence save? Uh, so super uh, fight? Are we, no, are we actually no. We're just, just real quick. What's oh yeah, uh, we're recording. Yeah, yeah. And feeble mind, I think, is the spell. Feeble mind. Feeble mind. Feeble, feeble mind. Is that the only one? No, there's others like soul cage and things like that. Oh, you there's, know what? The, um, there's literally, I think, eight spells that require an intelligence. Is Shadow save. Dragon is Shadow Dragon the one that Tug used? I think it might require um, an intelligence save. There are not many. Illusory not many, Dragon, but. The ones that do require intelligence save typically really suck. Well, in, uh, illusory dragon, illusory dragon. Uh, let's see. No, oh, it's a wisdom save there. Boop, 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 boop. There we go. Oh, I, got, I got you right here. Required intelligence save. There are. Let's see. We got contact other planes. Enemies <gasps> abound. Feeble mind. Mental prison. Phantasmal force. Psychic scream and synaptic static. No, see, not on that list is the illusory dragon. There's a wisdom save for the frightened up front. Yeah. But every turn that attacks, you can go. Wait a minute. And if you fail, you're not affected by the illusory dragon anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that spell a lot. There it is. Uh, okay, that was just a side. That was a sidebar because of you saying shit. Um, why don't you go ahead and pull a, a topic from the bowl of topics? Where, oh, where will today go? And it looks like we're going to talk about uh, attentiveness and courtesy oh, shit. at the table. <laughs> okay. I, I, I feel like you have something to say, and I'm going to hop on afterwards. So you I'm take gonna, this I'm going to preface this with something I think that everybody who plays live at a tabletop encounters and now their feelings about it are Mm -hmm. probably wide and varied yes but the the thing is specifically phones at the table and laptops at the table okay phones and laptops at the table okay i am the dm if i have my laptop open 99 percent of the time i am using it for something related to the game right music recording uh, books Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. enemies dice rolling all that stuff keep track of even if I have Facebook open, I'm probably going to message you something that you experienced privately. Yes. Because I'm not going to walk over to you Much and easier than texting. And I'm whispering gonna, yeah. is obvious. Yeah. Well, exactly. Um, phones. I don't really use my phone again because I have had it recording audio for mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but players are not under such limitations in that their laptop functions for two things. Three, two and a half things. Stuff related to your character. I guess that's sheet and the books. Mm-hmm. And dice. Yes. But it's there. Mm-hmm. And your phone operates much a similar way. Mm-hmm. Sheet, info, possibly your dice. Yes. But people use them for other shit. Other things. And I, personally, as a DM, and this might go along with my given career choice as well, in that I don't appreciate when I'm engaging you with when, something when that I've spent work. a lot of time when you're on. you're doing work. And you're like, boop, 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 doop, doop, texty, beep, blop, bloop, blop, bloop, tick, 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 or just fucking on Snapchat or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It drives me up a fucking wall. It's an issue, and it's an issue that maybe as a PC, somebody that's always a PC wouldn't really think about. Correct. Maybe it's something where it's just downtime, like in any game. Like if, if you're doing anything in the world, 
we are just in a spot in society where when there is a moment of downtime, there are 20 things that can be checked and you can stay on top of them and you can have friends and discussions elsewhere. And I think it is a real problem. Shouldn't I, this be three hours of focus, focus. On, a, on a group on a story. activity? It's like reading a book, in my opinion. Yeah. Were we reading the same book? Yeah. We're you not, know? We're not, you're not fucking punching it out when... Oh, you know what? I guess this isn't specifically related to me, so there's no way I should need to know any of this information. So I guess I'll just check text, my text, Instagram text, or Facebook, whatever. Facebook, 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 Snapchat. Right. And I know I'm being like super old man grumples about this right now, but it bothers me. Yeah, and I understand. Um, you know, there, I'm obviously I'm I'm guilty of it. I've definitely texted people. Sure. Uh, usually, you know. Well, it's one thing if if you get a, a text and you reply to it and you check right back in. Yeah. Like, look at this. Yeah. Text it. Sorry, I had to text that person, but. You mean like how a certain individual <laughs> with that may or may not have listen an to this MD and be uh, will sit and read a book during a session <laughs> he on was his reading, phone? He was reading a book that one time. Yeah. Oh my God, what was he reading? He was reading some fucking book. I don't remember. That was infuriating. I was DMing that, right? I think that I, I think was, I was DMing. you DMing. Yeah. And even me just sitting there like, what the fuck I'm sitting there, I'm like, mean? I'm like... I'm like, you were reading. Oh, you not entertained. You were reading a book. <laughs> so you opened that, that up w- your phone that to one, read a book. That one hurt the feelings a bit, but you know it is what it is. Right? No, it's, the only, it's not it is what it is. I think there's two things we're talking about here. Right? One is this, the I, I put it in the topic, courtesy. Yes. You as the DM mm-hmm. created this thing. You worked hard. You worked hard, and now, you're continuing to work hard. Now there is something to be said. Maybe you worked hard, and what you made sucks, and I don't want to pay attention to it. That's a difficult well, well, position yeah. to have. And, and that's however, that's why I feel bad. However. As a person who's been doing this for a long time, I know that what I've made, maybe it's not the best thing I've ever made. It doesn't suck. So that, I, I do not accept that, right? So the first things first is it bothers the it bothers people. It's disrespectful to someone who's done this for you, right? So if yeah. you if you went, say, um, say you were going on like a, a brewery tour or something. Perfect. And you're like, you're sitting there and the brewmaster's talking to you. You paid for it. You volunteered for it. But you're sitting there on your phone? That makes no fucking sense. Well, what are you talking about? I was looking at my phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I can tell, I tell you what you're saying. I mean, if you're an audience in anything... That you, you elected know, to be in. You, yeah, you've chosen to be here. This isn't a conference at your job that you don't care about. You don't sit and, you know, play on Facebook. Well, I guess some people probably play on Facebook during a movie. But for the most part, you paid to sit in the theater and watch the movie. You're going to watch the movie. And But I would argue that's a very, very good comparison because... If you're like, oh, I'm not hurting anybody, you might be. Someone behind yeah. you might be like, hey, fuck wit with the bright white yeah. and blue Facebook interface because they don't have a nighttime mode because Facebook sucks. I can see what you're doing. You know, you like to really dumb post. That's mm-hmm. bothersome to some other human beings. A- along the same lines, something that always aggravates me, and it probably shouldn't, but like if I'm at a concert and somebody's recording it on their phone, <sighs> just enjoy the concert. I don't mind people taking photos. Like, fine, take some photos, yeah. but like, enjoy then the put the phone away and get be down in the moment. Business. And you know, it doesn't bother yeah, back to D&D, it doesn't bother the other players at the table necessarily, because they can't see what you're doing, and yeah. they, they may or may, they, they are either looking at their phone or looking at now, the DM. Now, to that, I will say it does actually, because there will come a time in the near future or far future, where something will come up and they will say, "Hey, it's you your know, I forgot turn. about that. This is something that maybe this directly relates to your character. Can you tell me what this is?" What? Right. This I, leads I, to the other point. That. Right. This is the other part of this courtesy and attendance at the table that matters. You are playing a game with other people. Yes. 
so you should be trying to pay attention. Hopefully, to the... I should. Hopefully, you are playing this game with other people. Right. If you're playing D and D by yourself, you're just writing a book. Yeah. At that point, which is fine. Yeah, write a book or develop one of those little apps that you can get the choose your adventure apps. Ooh, there you go. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, but again, it's, you're perfectly correct. If I am the player and something comes up, like, oh, you know what, so and so would know about that. Hey, man, why don't you? Do you know anything about this? I'm like, I'm oh, sorry, what? I was uh, I was swiping right just yeah. now. She was hot. <laughs> but she's not going to match with me. You don't know that. <laughs> so there's two. There's, that's the other part of it is there's a practical aspect. I'm playing a game and I'm electing by being on my phone not to be playing the game that I volunteered to play. Yes. The, the thing that I will always say on this is treat it like a video game. You know, there's people that will sit there and they will stare at the screen and they will play a video game for four, five, six hours without realizing the world is happening around them. Mm-hmm. You'll get in a Dark Souls binge and you'll play for five hours and until I die repeatedly the same thing. Yeah, I just fucking rage quit. Yes, yes. And the, you know, you don't pull your phone out then because you're very focused. You don't want to die. Right. Side note: Have you ever like rage quit a D and D session? A D and D session? No. Yeah, like something so horrible happened. Like fuck this, I'm out of here. Actually, kind of. I I role play quit. When uh, there was a time that an individual, he who shall not be named, uh, turned evil on the party, uh, picked me up with his stone golem, and broke my jaw with his mace because he felt like it. Who the fuck are you talking about? Your brother. Oh, see, you remember all these things that happened back then, like yeah, yeah. I know, you, I know, you block a lot of it out, ago. but I remember these things. And yeah, and, and it was in that moment. I was a samurai. His name was Pai Mei. He was a wonderful character. And I literally said, fuck it. And I hung my imaginary sword up and turned to a life of blacksmithing until somebody told me I could get revenge. I that, but I like it. That is exactly what happened. Rage quitting. In D&D. game. At least I did it in game. Uh, but the the distracted thing at the table, is there, this is, this, there is the reason why I bring it up, right? No, is, is there a way that we can punish these motherfuckers. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say fix it. I thought I thought we were going to No, a, we're not going to fix it. There's no fixing it. This How is a societal issue. This is mm. a societal issue. I will be leading a lecture, and you'll look over and be like, hey, what did I just say? Oh, I wasn't paying attention. That's fine. I got the answer for you right here and now. Ready? Yeah. You catch somebody not paying attention? Attack them. Next deck save has disadvantage. Ooh. Simple. Uh... Their character wasn't paying attention. Just play it like that. Maybe it's a next visual save. Are those typically deck saves? No. Wisdom, fear saves. You know, there's a lot of wisdom saves. Okay, so so something snuck up on it. Yeah, if the next thing you can see that you have to, or or maybe if combat's coming up, he has disadvantage on initiative. This is genius. I think disadvantage is the perfect answer to somebody not paying attention. Disinspiration. But I think that. That is a one-time thing. I think there needs to be a fix, and I think that constitutes a conversation. I think that... Why is every solution to a D&D problem to sit down and have a conversation? Because that's what D&D is. It's sitting down and having a conversation. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It, it, that's exactly what D&D is. <laughs> and so we're going to settle this in D&D terms. you got to sit down and just be honest about it. Just explain it. Hey, guys. You know, Obviously, you're probably playing with your friends. You know, there's definitely groups of... I only play with my enemies. <laughs> keep them close <laughs> yeah um but there's definitely groups of random people and then this kind of thing gets a little more awkward but when you're playing with your friends they're your friends just sit down and be like hey you know i spent two weeks writing this up or just pretending just turn off your phone and just roll with it for a solid you know three hours nothing th- I-, I promise if something terrible happens 
I will figure it out. I'll try to help you any way I can. But if in the next three to four hours nothing terrible happens, just leave your phone off. Right. Well, I'm not even asking for an off because because you know there was we had I think over the, uh, over the last year or so we had two instances where a player or the DM had to go. You know, our, one mm-hmm. of our players' yes. pipes literally burst in the yes. house. It's like I don't know what you're gonna fix about that, but I understand you just need to go home, right? Or like my wife is like. I, there's some creeper outside the house. Can you please go? I'm like, okay, again, I don't know what I'm going to fix about that, but I will. I need to go yes. home, right? So I understand having your phone because so we we are not keep isolated. them away. I understand, but but exactly, don't actively engage with it. Respond to things maybe mm-hmm. that come to you, mm-hmm. but do not like do not go looking for something to do. Here's the second part, mm-hmm. the second idea. Yeah, this is a D D has has always been since its inception a pen and paper game. Get back to that. Don't let laptops be allowed. Don't I've let tablets. About this lately. Just just have everyone print out their character sheet before they come. Or if or if you want this to be your rule, maybe you print out the character sheets ahead of time. Everyone sends them to mm-hmm. you. You print them out. There you go. Roll the dice. You have your pen and your paper. Do whatever you need to do. I've had thoughts about this lately. With the only hook up, hang up rather being so much of the play content is digital, right? Like yes. your books or your D and D Beyond mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. is on the laptop. Yes. So it's so you're encouraged to kind of have a laptop. And maybe that's why you have your phone. Right. For quick access. Right. But otherwise you should have books. You, yeah, most people have a player's handbook right. handy. At least one per group. Well I feel you, like most of the people, most of the time, you're not you shouldn't be using the books most of the time anyways. True, exactly. That's why I'm saying if you go to the pen and paper, it probably won't detract from the game at right. all there will be the occasional spellcaster that may have to look something up right. and in that situation maybe or investing in some spell cards would yeah. be a great use right and then you literally have a spell book and it's right there and you those are your spells you don't have to go fuddling through the D beyond trying to find the right spell for you and, i mean some sometimes we have a session like last week where it was literally three hours of you fighting one thing and yeah. you have to refer to your material all the time but sometimes you have a session that's three and a half hours of you shopping and you never Mm -hmm. you the player never need to refer to a book basically ever and also when you're fighting regularly i mean unless you're like level you know one through five you should have a pretty good grasp on what you do well you know a lot of spellcasters want to double check spellcasters different i understand that and that's again another reason for maybe having spell cards and such but for the most part you should know what your character does you should know that you get plus x to attack i would agree that you should know how lightning arrow works (laughs) sorry among among other things (laughs) sorry when you listen to this but (laughs) but yeah i mean i think that it's it's just essentially an agreement. One person is taking the time to make this. Everyone else is taking the time to bring their vision to work, to, to, to mm-hmm. life. You know, so I think it's just you got to have some respect for it. You have to have some respect for the process and you have to have respect for each other. And I think that's what it boils down to. Attentiveness and courtesy is a sign of respect. So is if you are a person, and I'm going to probably get some flack for this if you are a person who thinks like oh, i know this is stupid i should be allowed to check my phone is maybe D not the game for you i wouldn't say that i would say you just have to go into it with the understanding that this is not the situation where you should be looking at your phone regularly you should be paying attention to the group and what's going on right but what if you're a person who doesn't agree with that and says i check my phone during the movies i sit on my phone while i'm watching tv when i'm in class i'm on my phone when i'm at work i'm on my phone I guess in that situation, I would ask why. If mm-hmm. there's some sort of like you're waiting for 
your mom to call saying that your dad passed away or something. Yeah, I understand. That Have your phone out probably probably all the time. Shouldn't be at the session. Yeah, they probably shouldn't be at the session. <laughs> but short of that. If you have this compulsive need to look at your phone all the time, no matter where you are, uh, I would recommend first uh, seeing somebody that can help you with that, you know, some mm-hmm. some therapy or something, because that's an addiction. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, come on over and start playing some D&D. Anything else on this particular? Other than that, I would say just, you know. Well, here's, okay, follow up. Are there other? Discourte- I don't know if this is the word, discourteous ah, activities ah. that it can be engaged in at the table besides the phone thing. Ah, um, something that comes up from time to time, I'm sure, in every group. A lot of farting. I was going to say exactly <laughs> that. Just, just bodily functions. Just <laughs> don't do something that in the middle of a serious scenario, you know, you let one rip and everyone starts laughing. It really takes everyone out of the moment. Mm-hmm. So just kind of like be an adult about it. If you wouldn't do it in the middle of a meeting at work, don't do it during the D&D session. I like our house rule that a bodily function if it happens in real life it occurs in the game. Yes. Right? Which doesn't it doesn't talk it doesn't remove what you just said. Like if my if I'm getting any monologue in that I can, which I usually don't because you guys are dicks, if somebody rips ass that happens. That yeah. happens in the oh, game and yeah. everybody looks at that person and goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but bad timing. Bad timing. Yeah, absolutely bad timing. So I feel, you know, especially when you're playing with a bunch of guys because guys they there tends to be this sense of oh well fuck it i'll just burp really loudly or fart or whatever and i you know as a i am a, a sophisticated gentleman type um you know fucking don't do that maybe I understand. <laughs> your body's natural it does what it does get just get up quietly go to the other room do what you do come back Simple. or you know eat better Eat a salad every once in a while. That might aid in the belching and farting process. I can't. I guess a hard time thinking of other activities I find. But other, other than that, um, you know, obviously, aside from technology, you know, somebody that incessantly rolls dice is quite annoying. Yeah. Somebody that just sits there and just keeps rolling even though nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. I, that just. That just. I, I love the sound. What about? Um, but the sound repeatedly. Other noises like side side talk side talk side conversation. Um. Like, if I'm the DM and we're having a one-on-one or a one-on-two and the other two players are having their own side conversation. I don't mind that. As long as it's quiet and doesn't interrupt the actual RP situation, mm-hmm. that, that I wouldn't have any problem There's with. not a sense that maybe they should be paying attention. I think that's the exact opposite. They're not. They, if there's a one-on-one happening or a one-on-two between the DM and one or two other players, mm-hmm. that means that they're probably in a situation where those other two aren't even in the room. I would say don't pay attention to that. Try as hard as you can not to because otherwise you may glean information that you shouldn't have. So you're counting on the two the the players in this case filling in the other rest of the game. I'm counting on them doing what their characters should do, whatever that may be. I think we're putting a lot of faith in players. Gotta have faith. To do, I think to this do. show has a. I have a DM bias. What the hell is that? You gotta have. Oh, this is the Fred. <laughs> yeah, the Fred's version. Okay, all right. Well, so we're gonna come back and we're gonna do a second topic, a second segment. Uh oh. A twofer? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying a second segment. So go ahead and just hang on to your butts and we'll be right back. All right, and we are back. Fun story, fun fact, fun piece of information. We call those anecdotes. While intelligence may be the least popular, but still very important 
save against magic. Mm -hmm. Most common, dexterity. Against magic. Yep. Keep that dex high, people. Well, against evocation magic. Just just all magic. Has the most spells that require dex saves. Really? Yes. Based on... Saves are second. Based on your research? Yes. Well, see, how close was it? It was within nine spells. See, this is my issue because I'm not disputing what you're finding. Your findings. So all you monks out there, kick ass and take names. But the 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 one spell that required intelligence save, lose your dragon, was not on your list of spells that required intelligence. That's true. Save. So this the is D and D filters for are an imperfect. Initial initial save. So obviously there are spells that require you to make uh, con save at the start and maybe like repeated con saves or deck mm-hmm. saves and mm-hmm. then repeated con saves. So this is just the initial blast, whatever the initial effect is. You know, uh, there's there should be waiting to that search though, with spells that are more important that you make the save. See, fair enough. Right, fair like enough. a finger of death. Yes, exactly. Way more important yes, that you make that agreed. fucking save than if you fail a save against Sacred Flame. Or anytime you could get like banished or teleported away from combat, that could be bad. Is that a charisma save? Yes. Yeah, there you go. The few times you need a charisma save. All right, so segment two, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna pull another t- topic from the bowl of topics. I will go ahead That's and do your that turn. This time. It's your turn. I rewrote all these. Hopefully, what do we got? Stupid. Why is PvP a good idea? It is. I feel like. You started last time. I'll go this time. The answer is it is not. <laughs> um, in almost anything that I DM, I highly, highly discourage any kind of player-on-player situation. Period. Period. Full stop. Yes. Any. Like, yes. Like, any. For example. Any. For example. Okay. For example. Uh, somebody says something. The sky is green. Uh, no, I pickpocket him. Obviously, obviously they're lying, but uh, do you really have to make an insight save? I no. mean, no. So, any kind of situation, like any kind of skill check against another player, you know, it's not a lie if that. you believe it. I hate that. I just, I just, just, just let it go. You know, just, just, just do it against the NPCs. Save it for then. You know, and same with the, like pickpocketing. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, the player knows what just happened. Oh man, when I robbed our one player of his glamoured studded leather that one time, yeah, he was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but so this is any any PvP is bad PvP. I would say highly discouraged. I'm sure that there is a time and a place. And what would those time and places be? You know, if you're really into character and you have a situation where maybe two guys, just like in real life, got to just duke it out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to knock out your friend to get a point across. <laughs> well, okay. So that's that's maybe. Maybe a situation where I'd be like, you guys can have some sort of like unarmed combat PvP. So is there no room in a typical party for a player who is prone to activities that are in the balloon umbrella category of oh. PvP? Why would you have them in your party? That's my question. Why? Is there is there room for that? And I would say no. Like I would not I would not adventure with that person. There's no reason to advent like as a character, I can't imagine I would ever have a character, unless I am this character, mm-hmm. that would enjoy having somebody that I have to constantly worry about in my own group. What if there was an incredible benefit to having that character around? Such as? They're incredibly powerful, but sometimes they you know, lie to you in significant ways. How can I possibly, if I can't trust somebody, why would I adventure with them? So this is going to lead into a different topic. It's in that bowl eventually. Um, but there are 
um, in the Wheel of Time books, yeah, there's these powerful female spellcasters that everybody else in the world distrusts, like 100% of the time, despite despite very little evidence to doing that, mm-hmm. because they feel these women are so powerful, they're manipulative of people all the time. So eventually the main character sort of falls in with one of these wizard-type ladies, um, and she's incredibly powerful. She can fucking wipe out baddies like that. Mm-hmm. But she is manipulating them. Like, she's trying to manipulate these characters to her own ends. Yeah. But it is it worth it to them to have a powerful wizard around but being manipulated, right? No. No. No? No. 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 What if she knows better and she's manipulating you for greater good? I don't want that. <laughs> and you don't feel like that would be a valuable, even if it was just the one-time PvP scenario? I, I, I am against it, but I'm looking forward to you explaining why I should be for it. I'm not explaining that you should be for it, necessarily. So I've... I, Every story I see on the interwebs, on mm. the D and D subreddit specifically, the darkest I, of webs. It's not actually is um. It's the it's the dankest of webs. <laughs> <laughs> is um, my, this my DM made this ruling. Tell me why it's garbage. You know, and it's like most of the time, yeah, hundred percent. That was the stupid thing for the DM to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like I had to quit this group because this happened, and it was a player PvPing being fucking awful. And almost every time I read the story, it's like, yep, 100%, that guy sucks. Yep. That guy or that girl sucks. Mm-hmm. But but there are opportunities for story and character building that PvP can enhance. That is my point. Well, my artist friend, paint me a picture. Give me a show. Tell me a story about when this would be beneficial. So... So in in a very limited sense, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna paint the the, the most colorful picture right That's now. That's fine. We got a sketch. Is that the uh, sorry, um, in a gladiatorial sense, right? Okay. Or duel. Perfect. Right. Duels are very easy. Fine. If everybody's on board mm-hmm. with the PvP, go. You can. I'm gonna try to think of our two characters recently. That way. Uh, you know, Kuhlman, your paladin yes. character. Yeah could very easily have come to a head with the other characters if any of them had any spine whatsoever. Very true. Right. And his personality would inevitably lead to a PvP situation. Yes. And if if Depending. you if you are a headstrong He's he's a very fo- he he doesn't just fight just to fight, he fights for purpose. No, I understand. So if you're a headstrong person and you are not debating your way out of a problem and you're uh you know a overzealous paladin yep and you say motherfucker and you pull off your gauntlet and you slap a guy in the face mm. and you say do you accept my challenge i'll challenge you whoever succeeds we're doing what you want to do yes right Go on. and if the other you know out mm-hmm. of game mm-hmm. if you say hey you know what i disagree with you a lot but let's duel over this and the other person says yes okay that moment in story where two characters came to a head finally and dueled each other that's great cool men would have killed him well, that's a separate... Or, or Kuhlman would have gone down fighting, but right. in that situation, you're going to lose a PC. I'm not saying a duel to the death. Oh. Obviously, that's a consequence yeah. that could happen. Yeah. Obviously, that's yeah. one of the bad things. But like, oh, I, I knocked him to zero. Okay, you knocked him I out, right? No, I him. fucking stabbed him in the head. Yes, he's I, dead. I, walking dead, took my machete and chopped straight it, through his forehead. It is over. Right. Yeah. So that's obviously bad news bears. But if both people... So actively discouraging PvP. Totally get it cool mm-hmm. but if everybody's on board 
you can use PvP as a stage for quite a show. Ex- but but to what extent? What are you trying to accomplish with this? Character building. In, in what way? Like, how is that going to do anything other than make two PCs that may dislike each other right now not outright hate each other going forward? Why is it that, unlike real life, your travel party in D&D must always be best of friends. I'm not saying best of friends. There's plenty of times you disagree. There's plenty of times that you may have heated discussion or debates or go off on your own or whatever, but literally getting into a fight? It's passionate place. Temperatures run high. Yeah, but again, you know, in every fight there's a loser, and that loser's not going to be happy about it for a very long time. And And then are you then discouraged if you're the loser in this situation, can you never speak up to this person again for fear of getting your ass beat? This is These consequences and questions you bring up strangely mirror real life, obviously. I agree. Right? That's why I don't usually fight with my friends. But I feel like it is... I disagree with them. There have been yelling situations, mm-hmm. but I've never gone off and you know decked a friend. Nah, acquaintance, but never a friend. Mm-hmm. Not somebody I actually care about, mm-hmm. and I think that's what a party is. I think that's what an adventuring party is. You all care about each other. Well, that's my point. You all have your lives on the Even line with in each your other. Recent party, they barely knew each other. Why but should they care about each other? Well, I made that point about twenty thousand times. Nobody um, cared, and no one listened. Well, we're gonna try that again this time. Then we're all gonna know each other. We perfect. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but you a lot of campaigns. I'm gonna hey ready, uh, out of the abyss. You do not start as a party. You nope. are randos that were in a mm-hmm. prison cell, right? Yep. Out of the abyss being yep. pre-made uh, Watsi campaign. Primo example right there. Right. So if there was ever a time you're like, I don't agree with what you're saying, and I will fisticuffs you for it. Asserting that dominance. You got Yeah, exactly. And if your character, if that fits the role of your character, be like, no, I don't agree with him. I'm a, a, a headstrong kind mm-hmm. of guy. Mm-hmm. A, like Out of game, you totally understand that. Be like, I'm not going to, I want to try and do this. And if both players are like, yeah, sure, fine. I don't see any reason to not do it. But then how does the not just become the way to solve every issue with that character? Uh, that's a fair point, but that's a, totally a, a bridge further down. Uh, well, no, but, it's, but you're, you're opening the path. You're, you're saying, if it's okay to do it now, it's okay to do it later, it's okay to do it, et cetera, et cetera. And eventually you're going to run into a situation where everything is getting solved by one character beating the crap out of another. Interesting point. And I... then how does it not get to the point where the bard or the wizards not just mind controlling the party i don't agree with your slippery slope argument okay well. because just because you do something one time does not permit you to do it every time in the future and that's why i just discourage you from the outset uh if i you know just be this is gonna this is a, applies to a broader category if i consent to something once does not mean you have my eternal consent to it forever i didn't say i did that's exactly what you just said no i'm saying that if people agree to it once right. and and they agree to it again and they agree that it's okay if this happens then it becomes a separate thing. It becomes I'm threatening you with combat, yeah, and you're an, an out of game. You go, no, I don't want to do that this time. Then you have to resolve it a different way. Okay, well, right, because real life trumps the game. Okay, yeah, but I mean, at what point is it okay and then not okay? To, to your point, whenever it starts to get in the way of the game, if suddenly it's like, you know what, no, this isn't going to work out. But why was it character building once and not character building now? That's up to your campaign. I think it might have been character building once. If one if one player sees other guy is bullheaded mm-hmm. once, like, oh, that's oh, I learned something about that character now. So I will yeah, have but, to approach him in a different way yeah, to but solve problems. They were a level one barbarian and I was a level one wizard. Of course I got my ass beat, but now we're level fifteen. 
Things are different. I exactly. Now I want to be built. the one. Boom. Now I want to be the guy. Exactly. Perfect. Fly. Lightning bolt. Game over. Character building. <laughs> it's character killing. <laughs> it's character. It's character leveling. It's character destroying. Yeah. It's not a problem. So I'm not okay. You are arguing a very valid point that it can be damaging to relationships. In game and out, out of game. game. Correct. Yeah. And I and I am simply stating that there is a narrow window in there. Now, if we're all on board, mm-hmm. it can be mm-hmm. it can be a color that you didn't have on your palette when painting the picture of your party, mm-hmm. right? It's like I'm I'm painting this picture with all these pretty travelers in the woods, and ooh, look at that forbidden shiny color over there that I never use, and it's called PVP. This paint tube says PVP on it. Okay, I can use just a little bit of this. It's like glitter. Mm-hmm. Never go too mm-hmm. far. It goes a long way, okay. right? And you could just you could just crisp up the relationship right there with a little of that glittery PvP. I think that requires as much in-game agreement and out-of-game agreement and just preparation. I think that that conversation has to happen pre-game. You can't just go in two hours into a session and be like, hey, I want to fight. Let's talk about it. Well, yeah, because that's dumb. Yeah. You can't, you can't just drop it. Like, oh, I'm grumpy. I'm going to fight somebody. Yeah, exactly. So I think that there has to be a discussion beforehand about... When it's appropriate, why it's appropriate, mm-hmm. and the and the limits that you can go, I would I would agree with that. In the, and that's like, part of your like, part of like party. in Skyrim or any of the Elder Scroll games. Yes. Whenever you go to fight somebody in a bar because they challenge you to a battle of strength or whatever, mm-hmm. all you do is punch them, punch, 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 punch. That's perfect. Just settle it like that. All you can guys can do is punch. That's how we're gonna solve it. Non-lethal everything. punching. That's all you can do. Non-lethal even punching. Even if it's the half elf wizard and the versus Goliath the Goliath barbarian, it's just, it's just half elf punching. punching. So uh, you know, uh, I know we didn't necessarily solve anything, but I just feel like again, do we ever? No, it's it's a little tiny, tiny window that PVP presents. And I can't right. disagree with that. I agree that at some point, with the right party and with the right situation, oh, yeah, that's. PvP may solve something this early not, in a campaign. This is not for the Discord party of strangers. This is not. This is not for the people. people that have just started. Yeah. This is this for people is... that you've known, and if you if your character breaks their character's nose, they'll be like, "Oh, that's funny. Ha ha ha. We can get past it." It's not for. Fuck you. I don't want to play in this group anymore because you broke a character's nose. It is not for those people. Yeah. It's it's. This is for the the group that doesn't mind being married to each other kind of shit. In exactly. Game. Exactly. All right, um, I think that's it for segment two, and that's it for this episode. Where else could we possibly go? I don't know. As usual, we've learned and solved... Nothing. Nothing. I'm going to go with nothing. Um, Go ahead, listener. Make sure to subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at RWD Podcast. And uh, feel free to send us topics you want to hear about for your D&D rants at rwdpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you see me posting about this on Reddit, you can always just message me on there. I will... Put my Reddit username in the description of the show. Um, And we will see you next week. Till then.